0: Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast, 30 minutes, 50 for subscribers of news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty and justice. This is Monica Perez
1: and I'm Brad Binkley.
0: Let's go to the top story of the day.
1: Okay. And in their efforts to villainize Russia, the international community appears to be creating another Bryce Report. Now, I've mentioned this before, but a little bit more detail on what the Bryce Report is. It is also known as the Report of the Committee on Alleged German Outrages, which was published on May 12, 1915, for the purposes of convincing the international community, specifically the United States, that the Germans were committing atrocities against civilians during World War One, Not World War Two, World War 1. The report was published by the British war propaganda bureau which is called wellington house and the findings of the committee became a major piece of british propaganda used to convince americans to support and join world war one politicians in the u.s and our media at the time all helped in the spread of the bryce report which among other things inside the bryce report were sensationalist accounts of mutilations and rapes for which there is no evidence eyewitness testimony of which No one can identify or find the eyewitnesses and lots of other unverifiable information, which is why the report is often cited as an example of psychological warfare, a proven example of psychological warfare. So if you want to read more about some of the lies that were put into the Bryce Report, then there's a good book called Propaganda During World War by Harold Laswell, which covers a lot of the made-up stories. You also hear it referenced in a lot of Edward Bernays' books, where he talks about the recycled atrocity propaganda that they threw into the Bryce Report and other things. And another angle of this is when you fill something with lies, even if something is true, people might not see it as true. So, that's another problem that that thing causes. So, history appears to be repeating itself here as the United States today has formally declared that the Russian military has committed war crimes in Ukraine. Yesterday... Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby said that there is clear evidence that the Russian military is conducting war crimes in its invasion in Ukraine. And he emphasized the importance of continuing to investigate these crimes and said that the U.S. and other nations are documenting potential evidence to help investigators at the international level determine if Russia has committed these war crimes. And he declined to hypothetically say what would happen once these investigations were finished, but he said there will be consequences on an international scale. Now, I expect a Bryce Report-like document to be published by the international community that is the justification for the United States increasing their activity, their involvement in getting into the war over there in Ukraine. He did say something else that was interesting. He said that we see that the Russians are clearly or that there's clear clear evidence that their military, their forces are conducting these war crimes, and we're not shying away from that. And then he goes, I mean, you can see it for yourself in just the video footage that you guys see on television every day. So he is pointing <laughs> to evidence that is being proven to be false, which is what the Bryce report was filled with before they even conduct or finish conducting this investigation they are amping up the activity of this war. I get the sense that the United States is doing one of the things that's very typical, where they have to make it seem as though the other country has put them in a corner, and therefore, we must now get involved in the war at a higher level.
0: I've got something in the deepest dive of the day that goes right along with what you're saying, and uh, it's it'll fold in nicely. I found the same thing when when the propaganda cites propaganda right. <laughs> as its proof, like you've got, you're just, it's just disappearing up its own butthole. Totally. Okay. So this is a little bit of a departure from that topic. Uh, however, it is about war crimes. That Did you see that Madeleine Albright died? I did. Yeah, so she was the one, she was the first female Secretary of State, and she... Was the one to uh, who I think it was Leslie Stahl, whatever it was, 60 Minutes, when 60 Minutes still had something interesting to say. Leslie Stahl said to her uh, this, I think I pulled the quote. It says, um, because of the sanctions in Iraq, it looks like they, uh, some reports say that 500,000 children have died in Iraq because of the sanctions. Do you think that was worth it? That's more children than died in Hiroshima. And I was looking, at was like, Hiroshima, or however you pronounce it, only killed 70,000 people at all. So it would be more than 10 times the number of children killed in Hiroshima. And she said, yes, I think the price is worth it. This is Madeleine Albright. And she is right now trying to explain that statement. Uh, She's probably no longer even has an audience with St. Peter. I think probably her 15 seconds in front of St. Peter, who's just like, I can't even deal with you. (laughs) You
1: She's going to say, come on, the ends justify the means, St. Peter.
0: Right. He's like, you're definitely talking to the wrong guy. (laughs) There's the escalator. So uh, that was... I think I just always think it's funny to see. But I, but my original feeling was the reason I even brought the story was that she is I, I assume that we are going to hear just many times the number of celebrity deaths that we normally hear because of the vaxes and the boosters. Like, I really think that is what that is the population control thing. It's that it, this stuff and even covid itself will kill people. They they were saying all well, these people who were dying of underlying causes, were dying of COVID. They weren't. They were dying of the underlying causes. And they're doing the exact same opposite thing with the vax. So they're saying that they're dying of the underlying causes when really they're probably just, it's the exact same phenomenon, which is those toxic spike proteins exacerbate any kind of ill health that you already have. So anybody who dies of anything right now, if it's a natural cause or old age, I'm going to put as a prime candidate that toxic spike protein, no matter how they're getting it.
1: Right. And nobody's going to be seeing all those reports of these deaths coming out because everybody's focused on Russia and Ukraine right now, where all the attention.
0: That's an excellent point. That could be why they took a little breather. Although now they're saying there's a new variant. Did you hear what they're calling it?
1: They're calling it. Is it the Delta Con? Delta
0: Cron. Could be Delta Con, but Delta Cron like. Delta plus Omicron. Right. That, you know, they, Maybe it's cerebral, I don't know, but it's a ridiculous name.
1: You know, they rolled that one out a few months ago.
0: Oh, no, I didn't. For like it's, two weeks. It's I taken it. off
1: here in L.A. and it's it's raging in London. No, I thought it was interesting because a couple of months ago, they introduced this and I covered it. I pointed out briefly on the show because there wasn't much detail about it other than that they had merged into the two and they were starting to see those. And then after about a week and a half, it was just gone from the news. And now it's back. So I guess they decided maybe we'll hold off on Deltacron until now.
0: Both James Hill, the doctor we interviewed recently, and Wayne Rohde, the guy who wrote the book, The Vaccine Court, both of those guys. And then there was another report about a different variant, all saying that there was going to be a super, super serious variant to come. And then Bill Gates had said, wait till they see the second wave. And all the people who were worried about the vaccine as creating antibody enhanced disease, however they call it, but vaccine enhanced disease. uh, People were saying that it yields more virulent variants. And if that is true, we may, even though in a state of nature, you would only have diminishing, diminishingly virulent variants, you would, in this case, expect to have a wave of something serious. I mean, it could have been just Delta. That could have just been it. But I'm not writing this thing off completely.
1: Yeah, I think it might be coming back a little bit. And if they want to get both the left and the right to support new strict measures on shutting down and everything, they should change the name to Kron, and then they'll get unified Yeah, support. maybe,
0: maybe some... Maybe some Greek letter sounds more Russian, and we'll get to that one.
1: Yeah. Okay, so for the United States in creating this justification, this back against the wall, well, we had no choice but enter the war. We said we weren't going to do it. Just like Biden said, we weren't going to try and push mandates through until it became clear that they had no choice but try and push mandates through. They need to set up the situation where they have no choice but enter the war at a higher level, sending troops, whatever. And I think that that is going to come in this red line. They always set the red lines that they say the other actor has to cross. And I think that red line is going to be a digital red line, cyber warfare. And we heard yesterday they talked about the cyber threat. And there was apparently an FBI memo that was released that was made public yesterday that the FBI says that Russian actors have conducted cyber activity that is consistent with early phases of a cyber attack against at least 23 American companies across the energy and defense industries. I'll say again, the activity that is consistent with early phases of cyber activity. So they have not found specific activity that crosses that line of cyber warfare, just Preparatory activity in Grand Theft Auto, in a, like one of these missions they have in these games, you do this prep work where you go cut a hole in a building somewhere. You go park a car somewhere as a getaway car. Maybe somebody's parking a car somewhere that is making them in think the cyber be...
0: in the metaverse. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, metaphorically, I guess. But here's some of the facts, right? <laughs> They say that these hackers are using Russia-based IP addresses, that they scanned websites of five American energy companies and 18 more companies involved in the defense financial industry and other sectors. And the FBI warned in the memo that the activity stems from IP addresses associated with prior attacks and likely indicates early stages of uh, reconnaissance, scanning networks for vulnerabilities for use in the potential of future intrusions, no confirmed breaches again. There have been no confirmed breaches, but they are prepping companies like Biden said during a speech yesterday. It is your patriotic duty to be prepared for the cyber attacks that are about to come. And the government is here ready to help you. I believe that there will be some sort of false flag or Real attack. I don't, so there will be something that happens to the United States in the cyber realm that will be blamed on Russia. And depending on the level of that attack, what it does, then that will be used as a justification to maybe call in Article 52 or something like that. I can't remember the specific article. Five, the NATO one? Article yes, five? Yes. Right. Article five. Thank you. The NATO one, where we then. Throw our hands up. Well, we said we weren't going to go to war, but now we've got to go to war. That's very
0: interesting. So you're saying that the encroachment on a NATO country will be cyber? Yes. Right. Okay. So I have a different take, but I'm not dismissing that at all. It could be multiple things, but I have a different take on that in the deepest cyber of the day.
1: Yes. Interesting. It, it's fascinating the way some of this stuff is working, this new modern warfare, which we've talked a little bit about with the deep fakes becoming part of the information warfare and I saw this article yesterday that was very interesting. It was the next generation of information warfare, and that they called virtual influencers. Now, a virtual influencer is a computer-generated deepfake avatar that behaves in the same way as a human social media personality, online brand ambassador, or content creator, aside from the fact they're they're completely digital, not a real person. They're just made up. They're a deep fake. And this makes me think of that South Korea election where they used those deep fake presidential candidates to run for office. And some of the benefits they talked about of using these deep fake avatars instead of a real influencer is obviously they're not going to fall out of line. They'll. Be you know, st- step by step, do what you want. But they say that this AI optimized virtual influencer will be used to create and deliver harmful narratives that are optimized to appeal to audiences, not only in terms of what content is shared, but also in how the content is expressed by the Hold avatar. On. So they're
0: acting like they're not planning
1: to do that to us. Right. They're just talking about the capabilities yeah. of these. Ad- yes. Right. right. But I mean, they're
0: acting like it's adversarial. It is adversarial, but they're going to use it against us. And it reminds me of like, didn't Angelina Jolie make the scene being Lara Croft?
1: Yeah. That's isn't she, you,
0: know, you could almost be CGI about that. Uh-huh. And I've never seen her in person. Right. So you could literally at this point, I think they're so good at it that you could have a movie star who isn't a, a real person at all. Yep. And then you could just have various people, you know, put the little puff balls on and go in front of the green screen.
1: Yeah. That's what they do with some of the de-aging of these actors. I saw an article right, similar to right. that where they talked about the possibility of these deep replacing actors.
0: And you know what you do then is that you don't have to pay a star. Yeah. So you, you imagine the money that they would save if they had like uh, virtual stars and they had some... They had some. If you had different people making different pieces of it, nobody really owns that star avatar. It would be a commodity almost. You probably I mean, you save have to have money. Somebody who has who has magic, you know, yeah. who has some who has some star power, but if they can do sarcasm, I mean, that's what they're working on.
1: Yeah, and you save money kind of on crew stuff. also because you won't have to have as much crew. One to handle the actor, two to because a lot of it oh, will you be wouldn't digital. even
0: need a pl- a set.
1: In a lot of it, yeah, you would not need a set. In some of it, they. Yeah said maybe they would have stunt actors and then they would just, because they needed to yeah. do stunts, they would just did make their face yep. look like the other actors really so yeah, I and mean, they would need sets for that. I mean, that's a definitely where we're going. Right. So these appeals, this is what was really interesting about this article. This is how they're optimizing these appeals. They're optimizing them through machine learning algorithms that shape the virtual influencer's behavior to match shifting trends and follower preferences. So the sentiment in real time of what its audience, is feeling, and where they're trending. They're going to optimize in real time and create content that speaks directly to those desires and trends of that audience. And they That's say this is possible because the crazy. AI can process vast amounts of data to identify which content resonates with specific demographics and adjust the avatar's output accordingly. And that they can learn how to best inculcate trust and relatability and then integrate it into its communication patterns just like they did in South Korea.
0: Right. Exactly. That's what they're working on. Sarcasm it's, and it, AI. That's it, right. That's the thing. Yeah. Sure. It's
1: nuts. It's like Roger Rabbit because it, it, like they interviewed some of the younger people in South Korea and at first they didn't realize that it was an AI. But once they discovered that it was they didn't care. So it could be Roger Rabbit as long as it's saying the things that they want to hear and people would vote for virtual Roger Rabbit for president. I'll put a link to a YouTube video of one of these virtual influencers because these are already out there, and you can look and see how real it actually looks. It's pretty close. That's interesting,
0: yeah. I'd be curious. I mean, I remember way back in the day, 10 years ago, when Stanford was doing deep fakes of Putin, which were, you know, they weren't great, but yeah. you knew that they could do great ones even then. So did you hear that the... Um, Miami Beach approved a midnight spring break curfew.
1: No, I'm sure that went really I mean, well.
0: <laughs> spring break in Miami, so it goes. I think Thursday, um, Friday, and Saturday nights from midnight to 6 a.m., which is just crazy. Yeah, and they're saying it's because two shootings left five people injured. And my initial response was like, obviously COVID started the way is miami and broward county any chance i can't remember it's miami-dade it must be in miami-dade county but uh that 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 this was just more of the same but what it is is more of the same but being exploited for different reasons by different people I think so. I don't think this is like your national conspiracy. It might be, but, and I always keep an eye on Florida because of DeSantis and it's, it could be that he has like no control over Miami or Broward because Miami's where the condo, but he did get on, get onto the pulpit and talk about the Miami condo. So that's what made me dive into him and he's definitely seems deep, but they, so, but the story is so crazy. A couple of things, the police chief, Richard Clements said, I'm at my wit's end trying to figure out how to be able to deal with this crowd with the numbers that are here and with what we're encountering during the policing of this particular event, which I guess he means spring break. He's at his wit's end. The chief of police of Miami is at his wit's end because of spring break. Isn't that the only reason he exists? I mean, that's what I think. Yeah. And uh." And by the way, why can't cops ever speak normally? I don't understand that. It's always uh, at this particular event. It's like a particular event. You're talking about uh, something that's lasting for weeks. Anyway, he said uh, there was a shooting on Saturday night where three people were injured and 10 police officers were within 10 or 15 feet of the shooting.
1: Wow. Were they right. the ones doing the shooting? <laughs>
0: I was wondering. I think they were probably keeping uh, keeping onlookers away. And I saw one of the in one of the articles, I read a few articles about this. One of the articles said, I just absolutely cringed when I saw that. And then it went on to explain how cops were told to stand down after like the opposite image came out of them being too hyper. And I'm thinking, you probably cringed because that wasn't supposed to get caught on tape. And I couldn't find the video of it, so I couldn't assess for myself what was really going on. But cringy, I'm sure it is. He went on to say that uh, we saw what... And this is another crazy way of saying something. Um, And this is when it was just complete crap, in my opinion. We saw what the effects were with someone who walked into the crowd with a firearm and randomly shot people. We are so lucky there wasn't a more significant loss of life associated with these events because they were random. The people were injured as a result of this had nothing to do with any kind of confrontation at all, but basically were in the wrong place at the wrong time. So there's two things there. One is, why would it be a more loss of life because it's random? Because I guess if you're targeting a specific person, you only kill that specific person, I guess. I don't know. But they, they emphasize here, and this is a sure sign that this is absolute crafted propaganda, it's terrorism terrorism is meant to get you to know that there's nothing you can do it's just going to spring out at you out of nowhere you can be doing the right thing you can be your own person you can be safe whatever in any neighborhood on vacation and you just are not safe from this and that it is random uh you're just in the wrong place at the wrong time that is terrorism and uh if I, I really dug into the story for some reason. I think I figured it out. Another tweet from Miami Beach Fraternal Order of Police said, the officers are, this is a tweet, exhausted in all caps. The party needs to end. City officials must take immediate and firm action to ensure the safety of officers and residents. Are the officers the people we're supposed to be taking care of? They're exhausted. They don't get paid. Yeah. They don't, you know what I mean? It's just heroes. They're not heroes. Educators are not heroes. Nurses are not heroes if they're just doing what they're getting paid to do. They're heroes if they're staying, they're getting in the line of fire when it's beyond the call of duty. The only legit function of these guys is to is law enforcement. So I actually started looking into it and said, well, are they not getting paid? Is there something weird about Miami cops that they don't get paid? And I found in an article about the head of the union having recently been suspended for pulling a gun on somebody he arranged to meet through tinder because the guy was trying to shake him down so he's an openly gay guy and he was meeting some random dude (laughs) this is the head of the union and when the guy tried to shake him down he pulled a gun i'm like that sounds fine we should all have guns so we could do the same thing and then nobody would ever try to shake anybody down yeah
1: everybody should probably bring guns on their first tinder on their first date to
0: tinder so oh but i don't think it was his first date Oh, but it's the first date with that guy, yeah. yeah. So anyway, but in that article, it said that they were currently negotiating the cop contract and that they were pushing for more officers.
1: Oh, now that makes sense that they're doing some <laughs> negotiations. So that's why they... Maybe I don't know. I, I tried to bit. see
0: what the, what the conclusion was. They're definitely still pushing for more officers, but I could not see whether they had reached a larger agreement. But this was only like one month ago that they were talking about the negotiations. So
1: Yeah, I don't know how well that curfew is going to work because it's hard to do an eight ball and then get to bed by midnight.
0: <laughs> well, maybe they just lock down. Maybe the hotel rooms will just be raging.
1: <laughs> Those hotel rooms are going to be destroyed even more than destroyed. they normally would have.
0: There will probably be deaths.
1: All right, before we get to our deepest dive <laughs> yes. of the day where we will crack the code on the promise of a Russian false flag, I'm going to tell you what we're going to talk about in the XR, where we will expose the anatomy of a domestic terror false flag. And is this new invention Bill Gates' worst nightmare? But before we get to that, do us a favor and check us out on Rockfin at rockfin.com slash propaganda report. Rockfin is a Pro Liberty, pro free speech video platform where you can find the things that YouTube no longer allows. They let us say the things that we cannot say on other mainstream outlets. And what you will get with a $9.99 prescription is you will get not only our premium content, but you will get the premium content of all of the other creators on Rockfin, which includes people like Sam Tripoli, Whitney Webb, the Mad Ones. Lots of great content on there, legit bats on there. It's a great platform. What we put on there is we put our ad free. Drive Time News Blast XR Monday through Wednesday with the DNB XR live streamed there with video every Thursday. And we give you all new Propaganda Report Deep Dives, where we uncover the globalist Creating their plans that ultimately end up in the mouth of Joe Biden verbatim weeks before Joe Biden says it. So we deconstruct think tanks making their plans. And we also post interviews early released with video when available. So check us out, rockfin.com slash propaganda report and join up there. And now on to the deepest dive of the day.
0: So I see a breaking story just as we were going to air. Breaking which normally means nothing interesting at all. But this was interesting to me, and I think it put some pieces together from yesterday's show. NATO leaders set to okay, quote, major increases of troops in response to Putin's war on Ukraine. So the NATO Secretary General, Jens Stoltenberg, I'm sure is how you say it, or I think it is, said that the alliance is likely to bolster troops along the eastern flank deploying for new battle groups in bulgaria hungary romania and slovakia he says that he thinks that the leaders will agree to strengthen nato's posture in all domains with major increases in the eastern part of the alliance on land in the air and at sea he said since the well what he said was since the kremlin's invasion of Ukraine, NATO has readied 140,000 troops in the region and mobilized a colossal war chest of advanced military equipment. This I found really interesting and scary and completely different from what Biden says, or makes us think. Of the approximately 140,000 troops that they have readied, the United States has provided the lion's share with 100,000. We have 100,000 of our young men and women Over there, and this is, you know, they're, they, uh, I don't know if it passed or what, but they were talking about women being drafted. So, and uh, I mean, this is, that's a lot of people.
1: That's progressive nowadays, women being drafted.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, it's, uh, but regardless, whoever it is, it's not cool. Yeah. A draft is terrible, totally immoral. And of course, you only have to draft people when it's not a legit war. If it's a legit war, the guys are standing on the edge of their property with their guns. It's only when you have to ship them off and explain it to them that, Mm, they don't always go so the un ambassador to nato julianne smith said that a permanent stationing of us and nato troops is currently on the table so we're just gonna have outposts there it's in the process of stepping back and thinking more about a medium and long-term force presence in nato territory on the eastern flank uh because she wants to send a pretty clear message to moscow well here's what i think and this isn't the code crack but what i do think is they already sent that message to moscow and that they may have provoked this entire thing starting from eight years ago just to get an excuse to the world i mean they're building this up building this up there's nothing but propaganda way beyond what's actually even happening over there and and what's the answer well i'm sorry we had no choice but to get right up against russia with all the force of nato that we could get you know they are there that that this is the one thing that makes sense that they've been doing it all along is that yeah okay so this says now this is where it gets interesting in my opinion says ukraine which has sought nato membership since 2002 I don't, I don't know. I I would not every, I don't think that was unanimous. It's bordered by four NATO allies, Poland, Slovakia, Hungary, and Romania. And Poland currently hosts the majority of the troops from the 30 member alliance and has thus far taken the lion's share of refugees fleeing Putin's war. Okay. They're the ones who said they wanted a no fly zone. They wanted to send planes and we said no. So this is Poland, right? Isn't, Poland having land of Germany's from World War I was what Hitler used as justification to invade Poland. That I, I read propaganda and counter propaganda from the time. I'm not exactly sure which to believe, but one of the arguments was that Poland was so uh, abusive to the Germans that were within their territory that Hitler felt like he had to go to their aid, kind of like the Don Bass thing with Russia. So, and that is a provocation. And I thought they're just and they're taking all the refugees and they are literally begging. And no, I should say not begging, but they, I, it seems to me that they're really begging Russia to step just one toe into their territory. So when you were saying about the cyber thing, that would be a way to ha- to accuse Russia of stepping a toe into their territory, but them not actually doing it. OK, You're, that's just yeah. one thing. Go, you, got I was
1: going to say the cyber angle personalizes it for Americans. So right now, people say yeah. it's Putin's gas issue. No, it's Biden's. If they right. do cyber say it's Russia, then they can shift that to all being on Putin.
0: Right. It doesn't even have to be like a contiguous you know, land, like no border necessary. And I actually am a little worried about that. And I saw like you're supposed to change your passwords, like not a bad idea. Uh, this says, um, OK, so. Then I went back to something I had ignored. In the article, which I think maybe was something that you brought yesterday, President Joe Biden and Jens Stoltenberg warned that Russian President Putin could soon use chemical weapons in Ukraine, drastically changing the nature of the war. He said, Stoltenberg said it, it would be a blatant violation of international law with far reaching consequences. And here's the money shot there adding that the use of such weapons could impact nearby nato member countries so if it floats over if you get chemicals or biology and we know that we have those chemical and biological labs there russia's been talking about it and all we've been saying is or you brought it yesterday they are only accusing us of having those things because they're about to light that stuff off
1: right that's the evidence that they're accusing us is the evidence
0: right and then <laughs> another thing from you yes Yes, exactly. From the this reminded me of your Bryce report report reminded me of this last thing I had to bring about this is it says Russia has previously used. This is a quote from the article. Russia has previously used chemical weapons on the battlefield. Then it gives examples. Yeah. In Syria against Kremlin critic Alexei Navalny. And against the former Russian spy Sergei Skerpol and his daughter Yulia in London. And that one is an absolute joke. Like anyone who looks into that at all, it's just preposterous, preposterous. So when every example they give you is a false flag, I feel like that's a prelude to a false flag.
1: Yeah. And isn't the Syrian one, isn't there arguments that suggest that that was also staged? Or is that a different I, chemical attack I'm thinking about?
0: There were a few chemical attacks. I, I remember, I like this was just unreal to me. I was watching Fox News, and thank goodness I had TiVo or whatever. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Fox News was broadcasting footage of what they showed were the chemical weapons that had been used. And I recognized the footage because I had seen it on Syrian television yeah. <laughs> because they were showing that it was the rebels. So when you look at the footage and you see it was in caves, it was in caves and it was like had cellophane on it. It had um, uh, like water marks from Germany and Qatar. And the United Arab Emirates, like all of our allies were providing the stuff that they were keeping chemical weapons in a cave. But so I went back to the Syrian report and the Syrians were saying the reason they found those chemical weapons was that after they had lit off some chemical weapons that were like not super effective, the guys were so incompetent and inexperienced and ill-equipped that they had to go to the hospital because they were all burned. So they got caught immediately with like literally burns on their hands. And this was footage that Fox used to explain how Syria was bombing their own people. Yeah. So I never even saw that they uh, they blamed that on Russia. Maybe it was one of the later ones, but that was the one that was clearly a false flag.
1: Yeah, interesting. Yeah, history is repeating itself in a lot of ways here, and they like to keep people ignorant of history so that they can do things again. Does that wrap it up? Are we still...
0: Yeah, I got... Uh, I have a rap if right. you're ready to hear yeah, it. let's hear it. So you and I have been aware uh, that our friend Bill at Neighbors is having a, a contract dispute with his landlord. I, I think the story is, and I think it's credible, that he they violated the contract and they want him to move. I think maybe they want to sell the land out from under him or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, if you build a business on a piece of land you have to be able to rely on your contracts. So I have invited Bill onto the show to tell us the details of that because the details do matter. But he was interviewed today on WSB TV. So they are going to, it's probably too late for anyone to hear it now, but they're going to air his story on WSB TV. And if we can get that footage, we'll post it through any feeds that we're really allowed to post it on. There might be a little proprietary thing there get you taken off, but he also wants, if a lot of our listeners know him because they are sponsors of ours, it's where we do our meetups in Atlanta, and he asks that if you have had your relationship with him, your experiences with him, I've never gotten anything but wildly complimentary reports, and my experiences with him have always been great, and he is asking, he's really under the gun, I mean, this is a guy with a family, he's got a business, it's really, uh, serious situation and he asked for people to send detailed testimonials about why it's important for neighbors to be there, why it's important for neighbors to be. Uh, please send any of those. And I think we will probably have like hundreds of people listening to this show have experienced uh, neighbors. Save neighbors at gmail.com. Save neighbors at gmail.com. And uh, another a friend of neighbors and a friend of ours Is also has an announcement. JJ Boogie is the guitarist for Arrested Development, which is for sure my favorite hip hop band without question. A great show. They were known for their wholesomeness and uh, they're, they're just really the OGs of. Really good hip hop. So if you want to see them, they are opening or they are the headliner at the Macon Cherry Blossom Festival. That's at Carolyn Creighton Park. And they will be there headlining at eight o'clock on Friday, this Friday. So I if I could go to that, I would. And that is going to be a good time. I actually drove. I I I, I think it took me hours to go see them. It was the last show I saw before lockdown and it was worth it
1: jj boogie knows how to jam that's for sure so oh yeah and they do show. too
0: i mean you are on your feet with those people yeah. it is cool really really cool and if you if he sees some propers out there wear a propaganda report shirt and i don't know anything could happen yeah yeah awesome. meet someone cool you'll meet all the other people who are there from this show that's a great idea if anybody wears the t-shirt then other people will gravitate towards you, and it could yeah, just and, be and fun. Plus, people
1: ask you about the, the club that you're in, and you can say, "Join us! Join us! Join us! Become exactly. one of us. Yes, exactly. yes.
0: we are the proper's. It are definitely. How about
1: Bill? Bill's a great guy. Neighbor's a great place, and. He's always been very just fantastic to listeners who have gone in there that he's met up. So he wouldn't be doing this if it weren't kind of a, a rough situation right now that he's going through. So,
0: yeah, that's why I want to hear his story, you yeah, know, because too. I just I want him to explain it. And uh, then people will understand because if this is, you know, you want to fight injustice for sure. And this is local. You really care about it. We got to You know, we got to stick together as a community.
1: Yeah. All right. Well. Thank you Monica. You guys can find your Drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon at the or your favorite podcasting platform with the propaganda report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that I was telling you about, go to slash propaganda report and check us out there. We will talk to you tomorrow or in the DMBXR. Have a fantastic rest of your day.